Alrighty, guys, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast. Man, it's been a minute. I took last week off just out of laziness. I didn't have anything to talk about, and I didn't have a guest for that week, so I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to work on music instead, and so that's what I did. Um, I'm super busy pretty much all the time, like right now. Um, I'm trying to apply to Icon, so I, gotta finish up, I have to finish up a bunch of tracks, I got a song scheduled for scheduled for release later this month. Definitely the best thing I've ever made. Really excited about it. Actually, fun fun fact about the song that's coming out. I think it was the first song I've made where I can listen from start to finish and be be proud of like what I made. Like usually by the point or like by the time I'm actually releasing something, I'm so sick of it. Like because I've heard it so many times. Every time I hear the song, I'm like, okay, like this is sick. I could keep listening to this and still enjoy it. So I'm really excited about it. Uh, there's some people I'm sending it to today. I'm really fucking excited to hear what they say. Sending sending it to some DJs. Like, shit, guys, we're making moves out here. But um, also, we're coming up on a year for some of the guests I had on the on the podcast. And so I'm going to start trying to run them back through this, which would be really fun. Um, and also just to counter how lazy I am with finding guests. I don't know, guys. I just like... I go on Instagram, I'm like, all right, I'm going to find some guests. And then by, like, 10 minutes, I'm, like, looking at memes and completely, like, sidetracked. I don't know. I feel like finding guests is so hard for this sort of thing, especially when you're when you're small like me. Um, but the, the further my career advances, the easier this will get to find guests, you know? So I'm holding on. I still love doing this. It's fun. Um, but today we got something special. I was originally going to do a video for this episode because I was like, that would be fun. Switch it up. But... I feel like YouTube videos, or at least YouTube videos that are supposed to be funny, aren't funny unless they're edited funny. Like, you can't just do a raw video with just, like, cuts and, like, make that really funny. I don't know. Or at least, like, if you're not funny like me, editing is the only way to make it funny, you know? So, I'm going to wait a little bit till my editing is better, or I just have an editor who can do it for me. Um, and then I'll do some videos or something. But today, we're doing something a little bit special. Um, in celebration of, I don't know, the war in Ukraine. I, I don't know. It's not in celebration of anything. We're just switching it up today just because. Um, let's take a look here. So so I put a poll on my Instagram story, which I've been telling you guys I, I was going to do for a while. I just asked, like, what are some topics? What are some questions you have for me? And I'll just go over them on the podcast. It can be anything. Funny stuff. Um not funny stuff it can be just like a word and i'll just like tell a story about it or like any topic any question and that'll be the episode for today so that's what we're doing and i i haven't looked at these yet i mean obviously i glanced at a couple of them while i was screenshotting them but like we got a, we got a bunch of answers and i'm excited to go over them on the podcast because like some of you guys were serious i honestly some of you guys were too serious like i was hoping it's, it would be like funny stuff you know like oh tell us your favorite story about going on a date or like, I don't know, just like something, something like entertaining, but you guys were so serious. You guys were like, tell us about a time where you felt like you weren't enough. I'm just like, what the fuck? But yeah, some of these are really serious. So (laughs) this might be a dark episode, but, um, let's get, all right, we're going to get into it. I'm going to start from the last ones and go to the beginning. Um, let's see here, dude, my mouth is so dry right now. My mouth is so dry. I went up to get, I got up to get a seltzer. I was like, I'm just going to drink a seltzer while I record this. We're at a seltzer, which which sucks. Um, But that's aside the point. Let's get into this. Okay. 
Oh, oh, this is great. This is from my artist. Favorite thing about working with David Technicolor. <laughs> um, what's my favorite thing about working with David Technicolor? Um, geez, I'm trying to think of something sarcastic to say. I don't know. I like I like sitting down and doing like Zoom calls. Those are fun. You know, I know you meant this sarcastically, and I'm trying to think of something funny to say, but. I can't think of anything funny without offending you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're just gonna, we're just gonna move on here. Um, all right. All right. Next. I, I'm not going to tell you guys who wrote these. I'm going to keep it anonymous, but, um, what's the most interesting story behind one of your songs? See, this is what I mean. You guys are so serious. Interesting story behind one of my songs. I don't have stories behind my songs. Everybody's always like, this song is about a breakup and I channeled all of my breakup energy into the creation of this song, but that doesn't ever happen with me. You know, that doesn't happen. Like I, I, I don't go out enough and live life to have experiences that can be channeled into my music. <laughs> all my, all my songs are about, okay, one time I found a splice sample and was super inspired and that's about as deep as it gets. Actually, you know what? I take that back, you know, what? cause my recent song kind of has a story behind it. Basically, I might I might talk about this later, but like that song was the first song I finished after kind of like the most chaotic point in my life. Back in like November, I, th- I talked about this a lot on the podcast, how stressed I was and everything. Back in November, I, w- I started having a whole bunch of computer problems, which is really stressful for music producers because your entire life is on your computer. And so I had to start planning on getting a new one, which, I mean, I had been doing for a while and I wanted to get a, like a MacBook or a laptop, um, just so I could travel. And like, I had to start the process of like wiping my computer, getting thing, everything move, moved over to a new one. Um, and I was kind of temporarily using like this little laptop all the while, like my parents were planning these vacations. So I was like, I would go on these vacations with my parents only like two. Um, but I would feel like I had to be getting work done even though I was on vacation. So it was very hard to vacation while I was stressed, but I was like, I, I was moving everything over to the new, like to the laptop. I was, I was buying a new laptop, buying all my, like spending so much money on studio equipment, um, to kind of just like help myself out. It was like, it was a bittersweet purchase. It was like, I'm getting this crazy new laptop, this, these sick monitors, but my bank account is flattening because of this, you know? Um, and then on top of that, I was switching to Ableton and learning Ableton, and, um, a lot of other stuff was going on. I was really stressed about like mental health. Like I wasn't doing anything with anyone. I wasn't having fun. I was just working all the time. Um, I was also planning a trip to LA, which I told you guys about that was really stressful. Cause I was just like, you know, I mean, it was my first time traveling by myself, which turned out to not be that bad at all. Like it's pretty self-explanatory, um, pretty idiot proof, but like I, I was really stressed about that and I had to like pay for plane tickets. I had to pay for Ubers. I just had to get ready to pay for a lot of stuff and it was stressful and I was meeting people I'd never met before. It was just like from, from November to, to probably early February was like the most stressful point in my entire life for so many reasons. Um, but I knew that like by the time I finished all of that, all that stress, it would be worth it. And I would be in a totally different place personally and like business wise and it turned out to be true and that that song kind of just like was being built all along the way like all that whole process the song was kind of getting worked on here and there 
Um, so I guess you, I guess you could say it's a mirror in reflection of the stressful point in my life. I guess you could say the song is kind of about stress and just about like just a lot of tension. Um, and I, I wasn't really consciously thinking about that when I was making the song, but like looking back, it's like, okay, this is like the byproduct of that point in my life. I don't know. I'm getting so corny here, but Hey, you guys ask serious questions. So you're getting serious answers. Okay. Next. Um, how to stay motivated when you don't see a lot of results. Here we go again, guys, you're getting so deep, man. I feel like I, I feel like I do need to make a video about this. That, that might be fun, but, um, okay. So how to stay motivated when you don't see a lot of results. That's interesting because the answer is not always something people want to hear. Um, you got to have like, you got to have blind arrogance in a sense. Or not even, I guess not blind arrogance. You just have to understand that like when you are incredibly passionate about something, then everything in your life kind of points towards that goal. Everything you do is subtly like you're doing it just because you want to get to a certain point. Like if you're talking specifically about me, like I'm just, this person is definitely talking about music. Like if you, if you aren't seeing results and if you're failing a lot, you just have to understand that, that that's part of success. Like that is an essential step. Like you're, you're not, you're not supposed to like always see results you know, in order to learn things. And so eventually you kind of just become numb to it because you understand that like, oh, this is just supposed to happen. Like whenever I get rejected for something or someone was like, or even this podcast, like whenever someone like doesn't want to get on the podcast, like no one responds to the DMs or something, or I miss an episode or it's hard to stay consistent. It's like, that's going to happen at the start, you know, like in order for this to be a great podcast, I'm going to have to fumble along the way to learn stuff, you know? Um, you're going to be rejected a lot. Also, like, just make sure you are executing. Because if you're executing really hard and you're very action-oriented, then it's, like, okay when you fail. Because you're like, at least I'm putting my best foot forward, you know? But if you're someone who, like, doesn't put out songs ever or just, like, isn't working on music every day or is living a really unhealthy lifestyle and you're kind of just collectively, like, dragging, then it's, like, it's going to hurt a lot more when you don't see results because it's like, damn, I'm not even really doing anything, you know? So like you have to make sure that you have to make sure like you're you're putting your best foot forward with like like action wise too you know, um. But like I mean I get it like sometimes it's not just results it's like financial stuff like not seeing results and as in like not seeing the bank account grow that can hurt even more sometimes than just like numbers on SoundCloud or like DMs and Instagram, you know. Like I can relate to that a ton not being able to see like the bank account grow and it can be really stressful, but you just have to remember like, man, that's how it is for everyone. Like that's how it is for like every person who's pursuing something creative or pursuing their own business. You're going to have those times where it hurts to look at your bank account. Like I'm going to be totally transparent here. Last month was not a good month financially for me. Um, like January was, but the thing January was January was a very good month financially. It was the biggest month I've ever done with my business. And it kind of inflated my ego a little bit, you know? Um, and then February came and I think just like, man, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like make excuses, but like a lot of stuff started happening in the world. And I think people got very distracted. Um, maybe it's like a, maybe it's a tougher point in people's lives um, because of school and work. And I think just that collective, like all those reasons 
just led to me not getting a lot of orders in the month of, of February. And I did not make a, as much money as January. And it's like, it's very easy for me to be distraught and feel like, what am I doing wrong? Is that me? Is that like a lack of effort on my part? But you have to remember, like, you're going to have ups and downs. The summer is coming. The summer is going to be great. The summer is going to be a month of like a lot of financial benefit, I guess you could say. So it's like you can't you can't let the downs get you down too far, if that makes sense. Um, but no, I, I totally understand where this person is coming from. Um, it can be really hard, especially in the beginning. Like the first few years in the music industry, it can be hard on anyone. Like those are the hard. Like I think what what they say is like the first hundred thousand is the hardest after that money gets easier to make because you have the skills and you have the capital to make more. It's always harder in the beginning. It's always harder when you're starting out. That's why it's like very few people do it. It's very, very, very difficult at the start, but when you gain momentum and you start seeing a little bit of result, you start to care less about the failures. That was a long answer. I kind of went on a tangent there, but I hope that, I hope that helps. I hope that somewhat answers your question. Um, all right, all right, next. Okay, this is fun. New and upcoming artists slash, like, fresh sounding. Okay. Um, Myself, duh. Me, making the freshest sounds out here. You know I'm new and up and coming. <laughs> no, but seriously. That new song, best thing I've ever made. Really excited about it. Um, New, fresh, okay, okay. I gotta shout out Karma, of course. Fucking goat. Stuff that he has unreleased is, like, I've never heard anything like it from some of the top people in the industry. So really excited to see what happens with him. But like, um, you know, I, I don't do a good job of keeping my eye out for new artists. I know I should, because like those are going to be the future of the industry with me, but like, man, I'm just so conceited. I'm so focused on myself. I don't even like, I don't even stop and look around at other artists. Like part of me is like, I don't know what new and up and coming means. Like if you're Skrillex, then anything below you is new and up and coming, you know, or like, I don't know, like anyone with 20,000 followers is new and up and coming. But for me, that's like made it like that's not new and up and coming, you know, um, like all the people I can think about are just the people in my circle, Henry, Karma, like, uh, I guess lead tech, like maybe he's up and coming. I, mean, I guess he's not like he had a viral hit, um, Shout out Vic. I work with him. Yeah, basically just the people in my circle that I make music with and work with. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? Shout out Hart. H-X-R-T. I found this guy the other day. 100 followers on Instagram. Man, is he sounds just like Justin Bieber. He's like, he's such a talented vocalist. I sent him a bunch of stuff today. I'm really excited. Uh, I think we're going to work on something. He's really fucking good. Um... Shout out to him. Uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, maybe people who are a little bit bigger that more people might have heard of. Um, would people would people consider Papa Khan a new and up and coming artist? Probably not. He's been around for a second now. You know, but he's like I think he's pretty refreshing, pretty new. Misfit, Tsunami, I think they're cool. Um, but yeah, I don't think they've ne they're not necessarily new and up and coming. Damn. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I th I think I think it's easier to answer when it's just like the people in my circle. Like that, those are the only people I can think of. Um, 
Maybe I'm slacking. Maybe I should know more. I don't know. Let's keep moving here. What do I think my biggest, or sorry, what do I think my greatest accomplishment has been? Damn, guys, chill out. This is supposed to be like fun. This is supposed to be funny. <laughs> what are you guys doing? I should have clarified. Please leave funny response. Okay, no. If I had said leave funny responses, every comment would have been dick or butt or something. Penis. Then it wouldn't have been. Then it wouldn't have been fun. So maybe I made the right move by not clarifying that it had to be funny or fun. Um, my greatest accomplishment. <laughs> oh my god. I mean. Man, I think I could point to anything. Like, okay, this kind of ties back to like the question about setbacks or whatever. But like, the more success or like the more momentum you gain, the more accomplishments start to rack up. Obviously, like that that that's kind of a no brainer. But like, basically, what I mean by that is, I feel like my greatest accomplishments have been from the past couple months, and my next greatest accomplishments will be like, you know shortly i guess if that makes sense like i feel like things are starting to accumulate um i have a couple i think traveling by myself was kind of a big accomplishment like i just wanted to be able to prove to myself that like i could do that and not have problems and I, obviously it worked out um there's something so adult about flying alone i don't know you just feel so good doing it like plane rides suck don't get me wrong they're boring as hell especially six hour ones to california um but when you're doing it by yourself and for your own purpose and for something that you built, it's just, it feels so different. Like it feels really good. Um, just feels like you're moving in the right direction. So that was, that was fun traveling alone. I had to manage everything by myself. It just felt very adult, I guess. I don't know. It was cool. Um, maybe a lot of, maybe a lot of people listening to this have, have traveled by themselves a lot and are thinking like, what the fuck are you talking about? Brian, <laughs> shut up. Um, I don't know, but that was pretty cool. And then honestly, like, switching to Ableton and just actually getting over that big stressful hump in my life the past few months like that that's a big accomplishment I remember like looking at that in like the past tense and thinking like oh shit this is gonna be really fucking hard this is gonna be stressful as hell I'm not gonna sleep for months and I got through it and that was a pretty big accomplishment like I'm on Ableton now I have a MacBook I've got everything set up all my plugins I'm making music I'm you know doing all that shit um, and I think just now that I'm at this point in my life, I'm just proud that I even got here, um, stress wise. But then I think the biggest is probably like money, like, which is sad, but like, um, just being able to quit my jobs to do music, something I built, you know, and obviously I still have like quite a ways to go before I'm able to like really comfortably move out and comfortably be on my own but like it just does feel pretty good to like quit my job you know something that I hate doing to do something that I built that was pretty cool you know um yeah I'd say, I'd say those are probably my biggest accomplishments oh and then you know what making a song that I'm proud of that's always something that I've like wanted to have happen and I feel like this new one obviously like man I've improved so much since I made that song but like and I feel like I, I feel like I could make it better. There's so many things I could improve it, and it's far from perfect. But like, the idea is really fucking cool, and I think people are gonna like it. So, yeah, biggest accomplishments those probably. Next, how many hours a day slash week do you spend making music? 
Good question. How many hours a day slash week? Another series. You guys are chill out. Any funny questions in here? Anyone? How many hours? How many hours a day slash week do you spend making music? Okay, so it depends on what you mean by music. Like working on my own music, no more than three. But like music as a whole, as in like doing everything I have to do for my business, all fucking day. You know, hour of drums, hour of keys, sometimes an hour of guitar, three hours of production usually. And then any extra time is just like working on Fiverr stuff or doing like miscellaneous business tasks. So if you're talking specifically just creation of music, three on production and usually like two working on instrument stuff. So for like five, probably a day. It's too hard to do anything over that. Like it's it's too exhausting. It sucks on your creativity. Your ears are tired. I don't really know anyone who do, really does any more, any more than like three on production specifically. Because like that can be mind numbing sometimes, you know. Um. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I know I have to be working hard, but I don't want to work too hard on like production stuff. You know, like I want to like. I want to be known for working in the studio all the time, like getting shit done, but I don't want to like abuse myself. You know what I'm saying? It's funny, like as artists or just like as creative people in general, you always feel like you're not doing enough. And sometimes I feel that way, but then I like, I say that out loud. I spend five hours working on music. Like that's plenty. I can be proud of that. You know, you you can't get everything done in one day. So you have to learn to stop. You have to learn to like, close the laptop and like work on something else even if you're like itching to add something else or you don't think it's perfect yet that's the hardest part like being able to like close the laptop when you're not completely satisfied with what you were working on god that hurts so much I think my cat just jumped up on the counter fuck you she's probably licking the butter right now that's nasty um anyways yeah it's like if you're working on something and you're still tweaking stuff you're still developing the production you don't think it's sounding right it's not giving you the vibe you want but you've been working for so long it's so hard to close the laptop and then go to bed feeling good about yourself (laughs) usually it's just like it's up it's like one hour i feel like i'm a fucking god the next hour i do something in a different track that makes me feel like shit i don't think that one's it's like i could have three brilliant fucking tracks on my computer and one just like garbage one or at least one where it's like I like the idea but the execution is poor and I just feel like an asshole I feel so shitty and then I go to bed like fucking I'm never gonna make it I'm fucked I'm not gonna make any more money this is all a waste of time um and yeah that that's that's pretty hard but yeah you gotta learn how to close the laptop You you gotta learn how to push it down and just like take your mind off it for the rest of the day not even think about it it's like you are not your work your work is your work and you are you and you have to divide those you know what I'm saying um damn guys we're getting deep today you guys made me go deep we covered everything we covered we, we've like man I thought I was gonna have fun I thought this was gonna be exciting now I just feel depressed y'all are like picking my my brain here oh oh you know what I, I literally take that all back the next, the next topic, someone wrote cereal. <laughs> See, this is this is more of what I was looking for. I was looking for the, like stuff like this, 
Y'all are like, how many hours a day do you spend on music? What is your greatest accomplishment? What do you do when you don't feel motivated? I want to shit like cereal, you know? Like, what's my favorite cereal story? I don't really have it. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't... What do you want to know? I guess you probably could have been a little more specific. Maybe a story about cereal. I don't have any stories about cereal. I used to do this thing. I stopped eating cereal recently because it's like sugary and I'm better than everyone else, you know? So, um, I, I, like, I stopped eating it. And before I, before I, before when I did, when I was younger, I used to like get out the box and I would line it up perfectly with the corner of the table. Like, so that the corner of the box is like nested right in the corner of the table. I would make sure it's perfect. Then I would take my bowl and my spoon. I would set the bowl to the right of the box and the spoon to the right of the bowl. And I would have them just sitting there in that order. And then I would go get the milk and I would set the milk at the end of that. And I don't know why, like that, I had to do that every time I ate cereal. Like it had to be like a ritual in that order. Like I had to put the box in the corner. I had to put the, and then, and then like the bowl would be like far enough away from the box so that I could turn the box to open it without hitting the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that. It was just such a ritual. And then sometimes my mom brings home cereal from like Trader Joe's or whatever, like weird, like healthy cereal that old people eat. And I'll do the same thing. It's like muscle memory. But this time it's like almond milk. I used to drink regular milk. Again, it's because I'm better than everyone. Um, you know, gotta gotta drink that almond milk. Gotta milk those almonds. I always wonder, like, how do they make almond milk? I think it's just like almond tea. Like, they just, like, they crush a bunch of almonds, they squash them, and then they just, like, let them sit in water. But that doesn't explain why it's, like, thick. Like, why is it milk and not just, like, a, a watery tea? I don't under, I don't really understand that. And then there's no pulp. How is that possible? If anybody is an almond milk expert, an almond milkologist, <laughs> please leave a comment or DM me. How do they make almond milk? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I don't really have anything to talk about with cereal aside from that. Maybe maybe you wanted to know what my favorite cereal is. I used to really fuck with raisin. Okay, I was I was a weird kid because my parents didn't buy me like sugar cereal, thank God, to be honest. But like because I wasn't a fucking iPad kid, but like they would bring home like mini wheats and raisin bran and like that cashy shit. And it's like that's all I knew. You know, I didn't really know cinnamon toast crunch and shit until later in my life so to me that was like that was the shit so i used to really fuck with raisin bran mini wheats um there was that one like berries trader joe's oh kellogg's special k red berries that today that to date is like my weakness you whip that out bro i fold like a fucking chair like i could be on like the best streak the best healthy eating streak of my life you whip that out, it's like it's over. Like my mom, sometimes on like birthdays and stuff, brings that home. That box will be gone in two days. Like it's pretty bad. Um, that's what I got to say about cereal, guys. We'll do this again in like four months, probably. Well, yeah, we'll do this again in like a couple months, and I expect better fucking questions. I'm kidding. Those were those were interesting. It was an interesting topic, interesting conversation. Or no, you had some interesting topics and it created some interesting conversation, but I want more shit like cereal. You know? <laughs>
By the way, oh, I, I was just looking at my screenshots here. The platinum bundle. Anybody, anybody who doesn't know music is gonna like kill themselves after hearing this because you're not gonna know what this is. But like, the platinum bundle for Waves was fucking ninety nine dollars today. It is usually two thousand dollars, or no, not today. A couple days ago, ninety nine dollars. Hundreds of plugins. Okay, not hundreds, but like over a hundred plugins probably. Ninety nine bucks. Some intern is getting fired, bro. <laughs> like there, there's no way they probably missed a nine. That just blows my mind. Obviously, I didn't get anything because I already have all the waves plugins I need. But like, goddamn. 99 bucks just goes to show that everything fucking goes on sale my wood stove just cracked that's always scary it's not good I should probably go check on that but yeah fun fact always watch out for those plug-in sales cause god damn bro that's crazy I don't really have anything else to talk about today that was a fun Q&A oh you know what you know what I should do you know what that's a horrible idea I was gonna say I should start ending every podcast by saying what my favorite meme this week was. But you can't read a meme. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you ever do you ever have a conversation with someone and you're like, oh, you know that meme that goes like, and then you proceed to describe the meme, but by the time you're done describing the meme, you realize that's not funny because you have to see it. It's not funny when I describe it. So I couldn't do that. Unless I did a video and I just showed it on screen. This is my favorite meme this week. Um, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? My favorite, my favorite meme this week, it's a picture of Giga Chad looking at a computer screen, and it just says in the search bar, how to lower my IQ. <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny, even when I say it. How to decrease your IQ. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's my favorite meme this week. Um, okay, yeah, uh, next week is going to be a good fucking episode, guys. Or actually, technically this week, because this episode is late. You're getting two this week, guys. Um... It's going to be with Henry, really hyped to catch up with him, talk about LA, talk about fucking house music, I don't fucking know, <laughs> we'll see, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, this was fun, and we'll do this again in a couple months, um, I got a lesson to go do, so I'm going to go do that, peace. Peace.